This is John Young with the Disc Jockey News. We're getting ready to do some videos here for one of our other vlogs, but before I got to that, I wanted to do the Tuesday tip for the Disc Jockey News. This past week, I saw someone had asked the question about moving from being a part-time DJ to a full-time DJ and how to, how to get the people who have hired you in the past to realize now as a full-time DJ that you need to be charging more because you're a full-time DJ, i.e. you don't have that crutch of a full-time job or other income to basically make ends meet. And I thought about that, and my Tuesday tip for you guys is moving from part-time to full-time and how to do this and do this properly. First off, if you are a part-time DJ, the first couple of years you're going to be you know, doing your day job and you're, you're learning and your rates and such are going to be that of an entry-level DJ for the first you know, year, two years, but you're going to be growing your business and you're going to be learning and, and hopefully getting better. Now, if you're not getting better, then you should be out of the business. I don't care if you're part-time or full-time. If you aren't improving, get out now. But you start out, you're going to be learning. And once you get to a point where you've, you've learned and you've, you're starting to get referrals and you're starting to get positive comments that are real positive comments, not just things that you know people who are blowing hot air up your skirt, which you will have. I mean, you go out there the first gig and you go and play. As long as the music isn't like stop dead, you're probably going to get positive comments. That doesn't mean you're any good. That means that you just didn't have dead air or maybe you only had five minutes of dead air the whole night, whatever. You're not that good until you have been out there, practiced and worked and developed and learned how to do it. As a part-time DJ, once you get to the point where you're starting to actually become, you know, have a reputation, that's when you need to be raising your rates to a professional level. You're going to, after a year or two of, of doing this, you're going to get basically to the point where you're like thinking, you know, this it's it's a nice side income, but I'm now having to take time away from my personal life to go out and DJ, and you need to be compensated for that. If you're putting in a 40-hour work week, then you're going to be going and planning weddings and prepping for your shows and doing everything and then going out and performing on Saturday. If you're not charging a professional fee for that Saturday night, that's just foolish on your part. So the way this starts is that for the first couple of years, you're learning, you're honing, you're, you're investing time and in practicing and building up your skill set. Then you get to the point where you can now start to charge a, a professional fee. And you start there while you still have your day job, which means you're going to be cutting down on your gigs. You probably would have had maybe 100 gigs come your way at an entry level. And the only reason they're hiring you is because you're cheap. That's what it's like. That's the way this industry works. You're hired a lot initially because you're cheap. And you're probably better than an iPod. Maybe not, but you might be better than an iPod. But you're probably cheaper than renting gear and an iPod together. Think about that. You need to improve. You improve, you get to this point now in that year, let's call it two and a half to three, four, whatever that is, that time frame, now you're starting to become a professional entertainer. Before you were music and whatever, now you're, you've gotten yourself to that point, you're a professional entertainer. Now you're going to start to charge professional rate. Your gig numbers will fall, but hopefully, if you're good enough and you practice and you, you will start to then eventually pick that gig number up again, then, when you're over here, finally, where your skill set has gotten you here and your, your rates have gotten you here, now is the time to think about going full-time. Not back here when you had that initial two-year rush and you're booking 100, 100 gigs at $400 a, a gig and you're like, oh my God, this is great money. Yeah, it is, but that's a lot of work and that's not sustainable because it's based on price, not based on skill. You need to get your skill level built up. You need to get your rates built up. As when you have that cushion and that fallback, because you might get to this point right here where your your skill and your rates are high enough, and you might think to yourself, you know what, I don't want to go. That that luxury of having that insurance is way too important for me. I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay right here. 
or you may get to this point, you know what, now it's time to make the jump. And you may make that jump a little bit earlier in that progression, but you can't make the jump back here when you're basically getting excited and you've got those 100 gigs because of everyone hiring you because of your price. Don't make that mistake. Then once you go full time, your rates won't be making such a huge jump, but you gotta keep in mind that your, your numbers are, are going to be tougher in some ways, because now you're going to have this mindset of, of desperation when you're trying to sell. Hopefully that, and hopefully not. Hopefully you've watched some of our videos where we've talked about that. But that can creep in once you don't have that crutch. You know, you've, you've built up your skills and your price, and then you dump the full-time job in the background, and now all of a sudden everything's on this. It can be a little intimidating. It can be a little, a little scary. So now we sell from desperation, which means our numbers are going to fall again because we're not selling from that, that you know, basically take it, take that Saturday night and leave it. I don't care. I'm going to spend that weekend at home. Well, once you lose that, some people can't make that adjustment and they flounder because they'll go and say basically, gosh, um, I, I, I'd love to do your wedding for, for you know, these four digits. Oh, that's too much. Well, you know what? I can, I can do it for these three digits. Oh, that, that's too much. How about these smaller three digits? Can you point to a number in a phone book and I'll go with that? You know, you're going to get desperate. You don't want that. So the idea, build your skill up, build your business up while you have that, that job on the background and then make the educated and, and researched decision at that point in time to jump or not to jump, then you're not going to have to try to explain your rates. And we talk about value in other videos and things, and I'm not going to go, going to go there for today. But then you'll be able to hopefully make that jump, and it won't be such a drastic jump when you get to that point. One last rule of thumb, though, when you're going from a part-time a part-time DJ to a full-time DJ and you had a job, keep in mind that this full-time job could have ranged anywhere from twenty-five to maybe 50000 a year. If it had some benefits and such, you might have to replace an income in excess of sixty dollars to $70,000 a year plus the part-time money you were already making as a DJ. So let's say you had a $50,000 a year with benefits. Maybe it was $40,000 or $10,000 in benefits. Let's just use an easy number. You had a $50,000 a year job here and you were DJing and you were making about $40,000. Now you're like, ooh, Another ten thousand, and I've I've replaced that income. No, 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 no. Keep this. You had fifty, and then you had forty. So you were actually bringing in ninety thousand, which would be a great income for most people. And all of a sudden, you dump the fifty thousand, and now that forty thousand, you're going to try to make that jump up to you know a ninety thousand total just to get back to that level. And if you had any retirement things going on, you might need to be going from that forty thousand to make the DJ company do a hundred thousand. In your market, you may not be able to do that. You have to be real with yourself because if your skill level isn't there, where you can make that kind of a jump, and you know, from forty to one hundred thousand, that truthfully, in most business worlds, is probably at least a two-year, and that's with you out there knocking on doors and doing things. So, it's not easy. I'm not saying it is. It is possible. A lot of us have done it. A lot of us have gotten to the point now where we've gone back because it is. It's a day-in, day-out fight. You're going to be out there, and you're knocking on doors, and you're, you're talking with people and, and doing all these things. It's a constant, It's a full-time and a half job to be a professional mobile entertainer. So hopefully this will help. If you're making that decision, you're thinking about it, really think about it. Talk to people who have done it. Talk to people who have done it and gone back and get some advice on how to do it and do it right because Boy, losing how many years of income from your businesses and all these things and having to file bankruptcy is not a cool thing. If this is one of your first Tuesday tips, thank you for watching. Hopefully, our Tuesday tips are helping. We're going to put the link down below, and we're going to put the, let's put it right over here. We'll put this up. You can click on this, and that will take you to a lot of our other Tuesday tip videos. You can check that out. Down in the description below is a link to the, the full playlist with all the Tuesday tips, and we'll put that at the end of this video also. But if any of those Tuesday tips have helped you, please share those. We, we really, our goal with these is to really just help 
the next generation of DJs learn what it's like to be a mobile DJ. This is John Young with the Distracting News and Distracting News TV with our Tuesday tip. If I were you, I'd hit the subscribe button before I hit the video. But don't mess things up. Wanna know why? Because I'm Batman.